Hello and welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. My name is Kyle Case and I'll be your host on this amazing journey as we attempt to help you get the most out of your life. Joining me in our studio today is my co-pilot in life as well as on the show once again, Mindy Case. Mindy. Hello. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Good. Lil is out and about. She's helping run the games. She actually may or may not be playing bocce today. Mm. She she registered for bocce this year. Uh, when we can, we try to participate. That's not always possible. And uh, not everybody is eligible. Yeah. So not all the staff gets a chance to do that, but those uh, those of us that do, we try to take advantage of the opportunity to be a part of the Huntsman World Senior Games. No, it's fun so, to see it from an athlete's perspective. Absolutely, absolutely, and uh, so we're looking forward to having Lil back next week. But we're also excited to have Mindy with us yeah, again. I love this. This week, Mindy was with us last week, and uh, we had a great time talking about our favorite memories. So we were just kind of about halfway through the games last week when we talked to Mindy. We're now on the tail end like the games are just they're starting to wind up hard we're not, to believe we're not done yet but they're starting to wind up anything that has happened that stands out to you as a new memory well i have lots of great ones every day you think this is my great memory for the games and then the next day something happens it's just as amazing that, i did go and does <laughs> i went and helped my sister like we said this is a family event we went and helped my i went and helped my sister and brother-in-law they're in charge of the basketball shoot at the Washington County Rec Center and it's just for shooting free throws and you're not even timed free and then throws and three pointers. Yeah, you get 25 chances to make 25 free throws and then hopefully six, you make 25 it, yeah, free throws. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and if you miss trying. you miss, that's okay. Anyway, yeah. the top score is 43, I believe. So we did have one guy that was an athlete that was 75 to 79 who got the top score. And he ebbed out another so not, guy not that was supposed the, to be a shoe in for it. Not even in the in the lowest age group. It was the yeah, seventy five. Yeah, it was a high. And yeah. so then we also had another two other gentlemen that were there. There was a guy in the ninety to ninety four age category. Of course, he got the gold, but he was wow. out there shooting them. And then this guy named Robert Marsh that I took a picture of in the ninety five to ninety nine age category that's amazing he and he was spry like i gave him his gold medal and he came running down gave me a hug he did not (laughs) seem like he was in his upper 90s and and then a couple other guys were there this was the men's they do women's on a different day so a couple other men were there that were in wheelchairs and that was so inspiring to see them be wheeled up and then they stood up and they had a walker that was there that they're somebody was there to kind of help them hold the walker but then they would shoot the baskets and it just like in the whole crowd when they saw that, you know, you just clap when somebody gets wheeled up and stands up out of their wheelchair to compete. It was just really fun to see. <laughs> That's pretty incredible, really. You think about it, you know, we, we host athletes from 50 plus. There's no age limit. But you start at 50 and you go on up and these 90s and 95s mm-hmm. and we had a hundred year old swimmer this year, Charlotte Sandal. Um, what an incredible level you know. of inspiration that they provide for all the rest of us who are working to try to get mm-hmm. to that point. Mm-hmm. And um, that's amazing. So they could just uh, show up and do their sport and the thing that they love to do and be successful at it as well. But man, at those ages to be able to still get mm-hmm. out there and compete in uh, in basketball shoot, that's awesome. Yeah. That is yeah. awesome. Our 90, the 90 to 95, four year old was there with his wife and she was in a wheelchair. But when he 
got his medal. They came holding hands up together, <laughs> walking up, and I go to put it around his neck, and he said, no, it needs to go around hers. So I put it around her neck, wow. and she's like, what? And her husband, she just started crying. It was just so, so sweet to see these athletes, and, you know, it's a fun experience. It's enriching. What uh, what an incredible memory. Yeah. That is awesome. That a good I, I love that. Thanks for sharing that. Um, for me, just really quickly, like you said, a million memories. Every day you think is your favorite day, and then the next day something else happens that makes that your favorite mm-hmm. day. But uh, I gotta, I gotta give a shout out to our friendship festival. We oh, yeah. started that this year. It was brand new this year. We've had some incredible entertainment. Really, just amazing. But for me, it's hard to beat the Siva Pacifica mm-hmm. knife fire knife dancers. Um, not only is that just an exciting cultural presentation, which it is, it always is, but as we were sitting there in the audience looking up at the stage, we had this, you know, just this beautiful night and the weather, the, the sun had gone down, so the weather had cooled a little bit and they were, you know, flipping these batons on fire around in just an amazing way. And the moon was rising yep. behind the stage. Oh, it just it just looked beautiful. It's like yes, a postcard. It really was. It was like a postcard. And, it was just so amazing. And I've been with them to see them at paid events. So we've yeah. paid money for tickets to go see them. And these guys came and did the exact show, yeah. basically. And just our part, athletes part of the, the games. Yeah, the community gets to see it for free. So it was, and that was even just one of several that night that was yes. just captivating. Yeah, great day. And we've still got more to go. Just, just so you know, if you're interested, uh, come on down. In fact, in just a few minutes, for those that are listening to this live, uh, the Friendship Festival is going to is already underway. But we've got our main act about to take the stage at six o'clock. So we've got an act tonight on October thirteenth. We've also got more entertainment tomorrow on October fourteenth. Mm-hmm. Uh, from 4 to 10, we also have food, fun, all kinds of entertainment. There's the sidewalk chalk art competition that's on display there. The competition is over, but the displays are still there. Incredible pieces of yeah. art that are just yeah. done with chalk. Oh, mm-hmm. it's amazing. Um, again, like I said, all kinds of entertainment. It really has been a fun addition to the games. Yeah, and like I said, tonight, starting at 6 o'clock, we've got the band Soul What?, so they're a combination of funk and harmonies with lead guitars, and it's going to be great. And then on Friday night, once again at 6 p.m., as our grand finale, we have the Celtic rock band Swagger. Yeah. And they're going to be a lot of fun. They bring a little bit of rock and roll to traditional Celtic music, kilts and all. Mm. So plan plan to come and check that out as well. Uh, it's just going to be a lot of fun. Admission the, is free. It's at the front of the Dixie Center. You'll right. see all these chairs, tons of chairs. Food vendors with delicious food. Yeah. We've been hanging out there the, the all the nights that it's available to go. We've gone, and it's so in, it's enjoyable to meet all the athletes and see them mingling around with other sports. It is awesome. It is awesome. So don't miss that out again at the Dixie Center at 6 o'clock, both tonight if you're listening live as well as Friday. And uh, we just want to invite you to come on out mm-hmm. and be a part of that. Other stuff going on. we still got sports going on. Like I said, the games are winding up, but there's still plenty going on. You can see all that information. Indoor rowing is Indoor gonna rowing is going to be tomorrow. Or excuse me, on Saturday. It's going to be awesome. At the Dixie Center. All available at SeniorGames.net. So check that out. Mindy, today's guest... We are so excited. A good friend, as well as a good friend of the Huntsman World Senior Games, Dr. Ron Hager is a professor of exercise science at Brigham Young University. On top of that, he has helped to coordinate the free health screenings for our athletes, as well as for the community. He's been doing that with his co-director, Gary Meesum, from Utah Valley University for, what, over a decade? Uh, Yeah, actually, 
uh, Gary's been doing it for Gary's been doing it forever, over thirty years. Yeah. And this is my twenty third year. Oh my word! So over two decades of helping yeah. put these health screenings mm-hmm. together. Um, also, we've added to the team Dr. Michelle McDermott from Utah Tech University. Collectively, together, along with just a whole hassle full of volunteers help make these free health screenings available to our athletes and then to the community as well on one of the days um but you've been doing it forever like you said almost almost 23 24 years two and a half decades almost for those that aren't familiar ron how would you describe what are the health screenings um the health screenings are a really awesome opportunity not just for the games participants but um in my mind especially for the the volunteers. Most of them are students. Yeah. Um, a large majority of them come from BYU, but we also have students from uh, Utah Valley University, from Southern Utah University, from the former Dixie State, now the Utah Tech University. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've even had uh, students off and on come uh, from the local med school, the fairly new med school, mm-hmm. Rocky Vista. Yeah. And um, they're the ones administering the tests to yeah, the so people. Yeah, so the, all the students are doing this. Um, and you know my my favorite thing is seeing the students have a paradigm shift. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. There's no question about that. Yeah, but I you know I, I I did some some rudimentary calculations. I do this every year after you know we've we've done everything and I'm home. Uh, but you know leading up to the end of the the health screenings, uh, we're going to put in uh, close to 4,500 total volunteer mm-hmm. hours. Wow. We're going to conduct, or we did conduct, um, um, probably close to 8,500 to 9,000 unique health screenings on about 2,500 to 3,000 unique individuals. And and these screenings cover, you know, all kinds of things. The basic things you would expect, like uh, blood pressure. Um, But we also do a lipid panel. We do cholesterol and glucose screening. Uh, there's a PSA uh, test, prostate-specific antigen test uh, for men for prostate cancer screening. Um, we do body composition. We have some uh, unique stations, too, that I don't think you know most people would consider at a health screening. For example, we have a, a functional strength or core stability station where yeah. we do a number of assessments on the athlete's uh, funct- what I would call functional fitness. We do things like... Um, a supine bridge and a, and a front plank and a left and right side plank and a wall sit. And this is actually a pretty exciting station because the students like to do these assessments <laughs> mm-hmm. with the participants. Yeah. And it's not unusual for the student, frankly, to get blown out of the water. Yeah, mm-hmm. now these, these are college students that are in their yeah. late teens, early 20s. And most of them are like exercise science sure, students. so they know what it's about, right? Sure, yeah, but we had a, we had a man, uh, a pickleball player in his mid-70s, uh, you only need to do these for two minutes to be considered in the excellent category. But for whatever reason, he wanted to see what he could do. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he he did what I would consider a perfect form front plank for 17 oh minutes. 17 minutes. The, stu- oh my the word. students were rotating out. Yeah. <laughs> they, they were tag teaming to keep up with this Holy cow. 75, 76-year-old pickleball player. Wow. So, and, and then we had a 75-year-old swimmer. Uh, just a few days ago that um, we, we also have a vertical jump. Yeah. You know, and so, of course, all the students that are there, the volunteers, they're measuring their vertical jump. See how high they can 75 go. 75-year-old swimmer 
23-inch vertical oh jump. Oh, my word. Two feet almost. That's a, that's a high jump. <laughs> I can't imagine that. that. That's a, it's a, well, the students know that's a high jump now, yeah. too, because, yeah. because most of them couldn't do it. That so, is amazing. I was there a couple of few days ago when Governor Cox came down, yeah. and he was interested in seeing it. So we brought him in there, and he did the, a, a, a balance The balance test. test. Yeah, the balance yeah. test. Yeah, so he did that. That was really fun to see. I work at the information booth a lot of days. I'm a volunteer there, and I'm always telling people. So this is what I tell them about this. You go into this big room. It's partitioned off with um, curtains and, and other things to partition. Everything's labeled. You don't have to go in a systematic order. You can go whichever right. one is important to you. If you only have a certain 10, 20 minutes, go to the couple that you wanted to do. You're given a slip of paper, and they just mark down your results on that. So you have but I also try to give them an estimate of, I was guessing, I feel like I've heard this number before. It's like $1,000 in free testing, yeah, it's, especially it's, with what you brought up this year. It's about yeah, $1,500. Probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. If you stay for all of them, do all the testing, and it doesn't take that long. You can you can go to the shorter lines, just get right in. But I know it's a it's a good financial um Investment. Yeah, it's a huge, huge benefit. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you look at you look at the overall expense or the cost of doing the games, there is it's a huge value, independent of the testing. Yeah. But then you put the testing in there, and you are definitely getting your money's yeah. worth. So we really encourage our athletes to take full advantage of it. And and like you said, we have about three thousand athletes that'll come through that health screenings. Yeah. We'd love to see more, but that's an incredible number of athletes that take full advantage of it or partial advantage, whatever their time allows them to do. And and there's just some great stuff there. It, it gives you a really good idea from a holistic standpoint of kind of where you stand in your health and wellness, right? And the athletes love it. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of times people are reluctant. You know, they're like, I don't want to go to the doctor or, you know, I don't want to go get a physical. Here, they can't wait. Yeah. You know, they, mm-hmm. they want to do everything. And one of the really cool things is the students – the volunteers have been trained, and obviously they're going to school in some kind of an allied health-related field. And so this gives them an opportunity to take what they're learning in the classroom and apply it in a real-world setting. And so, you know, one of the really neat things is that the students can engage with the Mm -hmm. athletes, the senior athletes, and they can explain their results, and they can give them advice. Obviously, you know, we're not making any diagnoses. We're not doctors, but it is an opportunity for the students to kind of practice what they've been preaching. Yeah. And that's part of what I would call the threefold purpose of the health screenings. You know, one is that it has to be good for the participant, the athlete. They have to get the results back. And now, you know, as, as of a few years ago, every athlete has uh, a health screening profile on their senior games uh, yeah, account. within their account. And they can go and look, and they can see what their health screening uh, scores or outcomes were last year, the year before, and then this mm-hmm. year. So it's really neat for tracking, and they really like that. So it has to be a benefit. they got to get something out of it, something meaningful. The second, I guess what I would call you know, purpose, would be that it, that, that it has to be able to involve these students, which yeah. it does, because it's super good for them. I mean, you get you know great information when you're in college, when you're sitting in a classroom, but to actually be able to go out in the real world and apply it takes it to a different level. And then we've also worked very hard to try and make sure that each screening is uh, is, is basically a validated assessment, uh, you know, that so that we can gather the data. Because now we can take this information and we can study it and we can analyze it and we can publish the results of our studies and get that out to the world. And, and, and that's pretty cool, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and that the last thing that you talked about there can be so important because... 
well, on a number of levels, but this is a pretty unique audience. It's a it's an aging population, which is so important when we're looking at trying to set policies and we're looking at the baby boomers and this wave of coming of, of people that are coming through and how do we best serve them, you know, from a, a policy standpoint, from a government standpoint, from a community standpoint, and um, and then you've also just got these these baselines that uh, people can look at and and understand you know maybe we're, maybe we're looking at medications or we're looking at uh, again programs or policies or things like that and so this can be a really valuable database sure. that is available for researchers to take a look at and you know understand what it looks like as we age unhealthy as yeah. well as when we age in a healthy manner and this is really cool for the students to see because like i said they in their mind, before they come to the games, their image of somebody who's 60 or 70 or mm-hmm. 80 years old is assisted living, care facility, yeah. memory care. I mean, that's literally what they yes. think it means to be 70 or 80 years old. Yeah. And they come here and they see hundreds, thousands of 70 and 80-year-olds who are competing, who are yeah. living life to the fullest, more, a more full life than these students it, ever conceived of, mm-hmm. and it literally blows their mind. Yes. And in some cases, maybe even a more fit life than they're experiencing themselves in their 20s. A lot of times. And you know, you talked about that uh, that paradigm shift, and you know, again, that, this is kind of a, it's a little bit of a secondary benefit of the games, but it still can be so important to help people see and understand what it can mean to age. It yeah. doesn't have to be all these negative things that you talked about, memory care, assisted living, hospital beds, tubes, you know, yeah. connected to you. Um, you know, it, does, it doesn't have to be that way. So much of our health and wellness, our overall health and wellness is within our control. Certainly there are genetics. Certainly there are yeah. things that are beyond our control that we deal with. Um, no question about that. But so much, so much of what we do can be within our control. And this gives an opportunity not only to these college students that have come down to help volunteer, but our spectators and our community and peers of the athletes that come because they've been, you know, nagging them, come on down with me, come with me, see what it's like. And then they come down, they see it. And then the next year they're wanting to compete. They're wanting Mm -hmm. to register. And, you know, we've been doing this long enough now that some of those first students that would have been involved in the very early health screenings are now in their 50s, right? Yeah. 35 years later, yeah. some of these kids in their 20s are 55, yeah, they might be 56 here. years <laughs> old, and they might, they might be yeah. here. But even if they're not here, they definitely have been able to have a paradigm shift of what it means to age, sure. and I think yeah. that's important. And for the participants, screenings are just a critical piece of, like yeah. you said, mm-hmm. Kyle, of maintaining your health. Um, Every, every year or even more often, depending on what the needs are, screenings can make a huge difference. We had a, th- th- this was a few years ago, but we had a man that came by. He was from Florida. He came by the uh, carotid artery ultrasound screening that we do. Yeah. And the students were doing the assessment. They noticed what they thought was, was some plaque burden that was in his artery. So they called me over and I looked at it. And sure enough, this man was probably about 85% to 90% occluded oh. on both the left and wow. right side. Yeah. Wow. And then it just so happened that same year, I was working with a, a, a medical doctor from UCSF Medical School. He was here collecting data, doing a study. He's an MD, so I brought him over, and, and he looked at the man's images, and he said to him, words you never hope you hear from a physician. He said, sir, you are stroke eminent. Yeah. And told him to go home and follow up with his regular doctor. Well, the man came back the next year 
and remembered me, shook my hand, and said, thank you so much Saved for being life. here. Because he did go see his primary care physician who did a follow-up, referred him to a vascular specialist. He went, and the story goes, the vascular specialist said, we need to schedule you for bilateral endarterectomy today. Oh, wow. And, and so they cleaned him up and and said, uh, you know, you're, you're a walking time bomb. You, you, you're lucky you're here. And so we get that. We get we get the participants coming to us and, and the students and saying, thank you so much for being here. You're mm-hmm. amazing. But then I get the students coming to me and saying, wow, thank you so much for this opportunity. This has been awesome. So it really is just this amazing win-win opportunity. Well, yeah, and, and that's an amazing life-saving story absolutely. right there. Like you said, there's almost each booth that I went to has a specialist there. Or when I got my hearing done, it was like the audiologist from town. I had cancer screening and the oral mouth cancer screening. The students did it. Then at the end, they bring the yeah. um, expert in. The expert yeah. in. They'll tell you where to reference it. You know, whatever yeah. you need to do, they'll they'll direct you to the path. But just like you said, so valuable, so valuable. Well, that's why I keep coming back every year. Yeah. It's good for the students and it's good for me. I'm yeah. I'm getting older too. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So we've only got about a minute and a half. You've been doing this uh, carotid artery screening for a long time. Mm-hmm. How, how many years have you been doing that? The, the whole time from I've the been beginning. Coming. Yeah. From so the beginning. you've got just a mountain of data. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, we, and we've used that quite a bit. You know, we published a number of papers using that data along with you know correlates of other health risks like uh, blood pressure we even do a nutrition screening now yeah and that and that's become very valuable data mm-hmm. because what you eat tends to be highly related to you know other things like blood pressure body composition cholesterol and and uh and, and plaque in your arteries. Yeah, you know. yeah, so many good things that can come out of this health screening. And just frankly of just living an active, healthy life. In so many ways, the health screenings is just an opportunity to confirm that the things that you're doing as a senior athlete is working, right? Yeah, yeah. But if there are instances where there are challenges or problems or, or you know, um, results that we're not looking for it's so valuable to Mm -hmm. be able to catch those you mentioned the carotid artery example there and uh, i love hearing that and other stories because it just really again it validates what we're trying to do and trying to accomplish but that's not unique no year after year we we have these life saving experiences Mm -hmm. where we find an issue whether it's the carotid artery or something else blood pressure blood pressure um i know we we found pre-diabetic and yep. diabetic people who didn't know didn't know that they were having issues yeah. they've been able to go home talk to their primary care physicians figure out what's going on yes. and then the next year they're able mm-hmm. to come back and still compete Healthy. and they've they've made the, those changes yeah. and then they know that then you get the good news the next year that you're on track and in the in the green yeah coming back and competing at the Huntsman World Senior Games which which maybe would not have been a possibility without yep. these screenings and Could the be. ability to find out, get that information, and then you know figure out the challenges. What I love just as much as that, and we love to have those life-changing experiences, life-saving experiences, I should say. But I love just as much when someone comes out of that room and they're like, I'm doing good. Mm-hmm. Big smile on their exactly. face, and I just got to keep on going. Yeah. I'm going to keep playing volleyball. I'm going to keep playing pickleball. I'm going to keep swimming. I'm going to keep doing whatever it is. Yeah. And uh, again, it's just part of that holistic approach that we try to take with our athletes at the World Senior Games. Well, Ron, thank you so much for joining us today and Absolute for your pleasure. your service there and the health screenings and the valuable, valuable information that you're providing. Um, we're going to keep tapping into your expertise. We're going to keep inviting you back year after year. And Anytime. We're going to keep making a difference in uh, people's lives. So thank you, so. Ron. Thanks. Thanks so much. 
Wow, good stuff, huh? Yeah, that was great. And Mindy, I know you've had an opportunity and I have had an opportunity over the years to take advantage of the screenings. So valuable, mm-hmm. so valuable. So easy, so valuable. So easy though. to do. So we really encourage all of our athletes. And then, again, we're done this year, unfortunately, so we got to plan for next year. But we do have a day where the community can come on in and take advantage of it as well. Yep. Free. So take advantage of that. So as the games are winding down, there's still plenty of sports that are going on. As I mentioned at the beginning of the show, hit up seniorgames.com net for the schedules you're also going to be able to see the results of the sports that have already taken place once again seniorgames.net and then don't forget the friendship festival down at the dixie center it is october 13th and 14th are the days that we have left and it's it's just going to be so much fun so don't miss that all that information is available at seniorgames.net. Sports schedules, results, information on the Friendship Festival. And then, you know, the games are almost done. We're winding mm-hmm. up, but there's going to be information there on seniorgames.net on how to get involved next year if yep. you missed out, if you weren't eligible, results and you're going to from be. This year's will be there. Yeah, so you can check. You can check out your competition. Check your competition. All that stuff available once again, seniorgames.net. We want to remind you to tune in live next and every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time on AM 1450 or FM 93.1 for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. Of course, we take this live show and we turn it into a podcast, and you can subscribe anywhere where you find podcasts. If you happen to be listening by podcast, take a moment, give us a rating, write a quick review. You can also find this as well as previous shows right on our website. Once again, I've said it a hundred times, seniorgames.net. So check that out. Today's inspirational thought comes from American industrialist and philanthropist John D. Rockefeller. He says, the secret of success is to do the common things uncommonly well. Mm. Until next Thursday, stay active. Stay active.